0: Something we hope you'll really like. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Good Friday, kids. Welcome to Locked on ACC, April 17th, 2020. The day on which J.P. Morgan, Cap Anson, Don Kirshner, and Rowdy Roddy Piper, among many others, were born... If it's your birthday, happy birthday to you. I'm Brian Wilmer. This is Locked on ACC. Glad you joined us. The end of an era today. The final tournament throwback edition. We've done a lot of these. It's been fun. But today is the final one. We'll get to it in just a minute. Before we do, you can contact us if you'd like. You can tweet us at Locked on ACC. You can also email us, Locked on ACC at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter specifically. I am at Sports Matters if you'd like to do that. Mentioned today being the end of an era, the final tournament throwback edition. And today, there's kind of a fun story behind this one. I've covered, as I've mentioned on this program, three ACC national champions. I covered Duke in 2015, Carolina in 2017, Virginia in 2019, but that was not the first ever national championship team I saw in person. None of those were. The first ever national championship team that I saw in person, at least that went on to win it, in the NCAA tournament, was before that. It was a year where I took my dad to the NCAA tournament, an experience we still talk about today because of the venue in which we attended it. Every time we talk about that experience, we start immediately going back to the yodeler music from Price is Right, which I won't play on the program, but your mind's immediately going there. Today, we take a trip back in time. Today, we travel back further than you'd think. And you'll feel it's a little further than you'd think. Once we start getting into what happened... In 2009, 11 years ago. Believe it or not, it's already been over a decade since 2009. A couple of significant happenings around the world in 2009. One ties into this year. January 15th, US Airways Flight 1549 crashes into the Hudson River in an accident that became later known as the Miracle on the Hudson spawned the movie Sully, as you'll recall. January 20th, Barack Obama sworn in as the 44th president of the United States. And June 11th, the outbreak of H1N1, commonly referred to as swine flu, was deemed a global pandemic. I report, not opine. People we lost in 2009, February 28th, radio legend Paul Harvey. And if you've ever been in the radio business as I have, as have probably several of the other hosts here on Locked On. Paul Harvey is one of those people that immediately strikes a chord with you as a radio person. April 25th, B. Arthur, from the legendary Golden Girls, Maude, and so many other things. May 2nd, Jack Kemp. May 4th, Dom DeLuise. May 9th, Chuck Daly, the legendary former Pistons coach. June 25th, by the way, a lot of really generational losses... In 2009, people who defined a generation for various things, and you'll start to hear some of those names as we get into this. June 25th, Farrah Fawcett and Michael Jackson both passed, speaking of generational names. Another generational name, Walter Cronkite, left us July 17th of 2009. John Hughes, one of the better filmmakers I've ever witnessed. The voice of a generation. Basically, if you like 80s or 90s movies at all, John Hughes either directed them or had a big part in them. He passed away August 6th of 2009. Les Paul, who defined the guitar and inspired so many. August 13th. August 25th, Ted Kennedy, the Kennedy political family, of course. September 14th, Henry Gibson who was in so many different things. I I probably remember him best for Kentucky Fried Movie, which is silly, but if you go back and watch that movie, he had some of the funnier stuff in that movie. That movie is horrendously dated at this point. Came out in 1977, before my time, but still funny. And Patrick Swayze, I think what we need to do is every September 14th, when Patrick Swayze passed away, we need to go back and watch Roadhouse. Who's with me? October 14th, Captain Lou Albano passed away. And December 15th, Evangelist Oral Roberts. So a lot of big names, a lot of people who defined a genre, defined a generation, all left in 2009. Also, we had four new English words added to the dictionary in 2009, including alt-right, anti-vaxxer, copernicium, And subtweet. We could probably eliminate three of those and be all right. The top three movies from 2009. Number three, Ice Age Dawn of the Dinosaurs, $886,686,817. Number two, Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, $934,416,487. And number one, a movie that held a record for the longest time until... I believe it was last year, year before. Avatar, $2,749,064,328. Your top three songs. Number three, Lady Gaga's Just Dance. Number two, Lady Gaga's Poker Face. And number one, Black Eyed Peas' Boom Boom Pal. A year we could just as easily forget in music. So there's 2009, Around the World. And around pop culture, around the ACC in 2009, North Carolina, your regular season champion, 13 and three in the league, 34 and four overall. Wake Forest, 11 and five, 24 and seven. Duke, 11 and five, 30 seven. Florida State, 10 and six, 25 and ten. Clemson, 23 and nine overall, nine and seven in the league, tied with Boston College, who is 22 and 12 overall. Maryland 7 and 9 21 and 14, Virginia Tech 7 and 9 19 and 15, Miami 7 and 9 19 and 13, NC State 6 and 10 16 and 14, Virginia 4 and 12 10 and 18, and Georgia Tech 2 and 14 and 12 and 19. Your top 10 leading scorers in points per game, Tony Douglas led the league 21 and a half a game, Tyler Hansbrough 20.7, Jack McClinton of Miami, 19.3. A.D. Vasallo, Virginia Tech, 19.1. Jeff Teague of Wake, 18.8. Malcolm Delaney of Virginia Tech, 18.1. Grievous Vasquez of Maryland, there's a name, 17.5. Tyrese Rice from BC, 16.9. Ty Lawson of Carolina, 16.6. And Virginia's Sylvan Landisburg, 10th, 16.6. Your awards that year, player of the year Ty Lawson, Defensive Player of the Year, Tony Douglas. Rookie of the Year, Sylvan Landisberg. Your all-ACC teams. First team, Jack McClinton, Gerald Henderson of Duke, Ty Lawson, Tony Douglas, Tyler Hansbro. Second team, Grievous Vasquez, Kyle Singler of Duke, Tyrese Rice, Trevor Booker of Clemson, and Jeff Teague. Your third team, Ghani Lawal, Georgia Tech, Danny Green of Carolina, Aidy Vasallo, Malcolm Delaney, and James Johnson of Wake Forest. Your all-freshman team that year, Ed Davis from Carolina, Solomon Alabi from Florida State, Iman Shumpert from Georgia Tech, Al-Faruq Aminu from Wake Forest, and Sylvan Landisberg. Your all-defensive team that year, Ed Davis, Solomon Alabi, Iman Shumpert, Al-Faruq Aminu, and Sylvan Landisberg. So there's the look around the world and around the ACC in 2009. The 2009 ACC tournament was also fairly memorable. We'll tell you about that. And the ACC's 2009 NCAA representation in just a minute. You're listening to Locked on ACC. Stay tuned. Continuing along on Locked on ACC, I am Brian Wilmer. It is April 17th, 2020. We wrap up our tournament throwback editions with 2009. By the way, I was down to this. Or 2017, the 2017 tournament might require its own separate show at some point because I have never covered an event quite like that 2017 tournament. It was something. 2009 was interesting. 2017 was something else. The tournament in 2009 took place in the Georgia Dome in Atlanta. Rest in peace. Round one on Thursday, the top four teams got byes. Virginia Tech 65-47 over Miami in the 8-9 game. 12th seeded Georgia Tech beats Clemson 86-81. Maryland over NC State 74-69. And BC sends home Virginia 76-63. The quarterfinals, North Carolina in a squeaker over Virginia Tech 79-76. Speaking of squeakers, Florida State beats Georgia Tech by a bucket 64-62. Maryland the seven seed sends home Wake 75-64 and Duke over BC sixty six sixty five, So three really good games in the quarterfinals in 2009. Two really good games in the semifinals. Florida State eliminates North Carolina 73-70 and Duke over Maryland 67-61, creating a Florida State Duke 4-3 championship game. The Blue Devils by 10, 79-69 over Florida State. John Shire, the most outstanding player, or MVP, as they label it at that level, of that tournament. So Duke, your ACC champion of the tournament, anyway, in 2009, joining Duke in the tournament. Carolina, Wake, Florida State, Clemson, BC, and Maryland. On to the NCAA tournament in 2009. Let's take you quickly through the sites where those were played. Of course, as you know, the play-in stuff. In Dayton, the first and second round sites, Greensboro Coliseum. And I mentioned that my dad and I still think of the yodeler music from Price is Right. We were there in 2009, and if you've ever been in the Greensboro Coliseum, if you've ever sat in the 200 level, particularly toward the top of the 200 level, you start ascending the steps and you start getting that yodeler music in your mind, yeah. The Sprint Center in Kansas City the Wachovia Center in Philadelphia and the Rose Garden in Portland for the Thursday and Saturday games, the Friday and Sunday games, Taco Bell Arena in Boise, the UD Arena, the American Airlines Arena in Miami and the Hubert H. Humphrey Metrodome, the regional semis and finals, East TD Garden in Boston, the West University of Phoenix Stadium in Glendale, the South FedEx Forum in Memphis, the Midwest, the Lucas Oil Stadium, in Indianapolis, and the final four at Ford Field in Detroit. Go ahead, start your jokes about that was the last time anybody won a championship at Ford Field. Go ahead. I've given you your time. On to the 2009 tournament itself. We start in the Midwest, and we have in the Midwest the Wake Forest Demon Deacons as our primary ACC representative. Didn't last very long for Wake Forest. We'll talk more about that in just a minute. However, the one seed in that Midwest region eventually became an ACC team. The Louisville Cardinals beat Moorhead State 74-54 in Dayton to win the 1-16 matchup. Cardinals on to play Siena, who won the 8-9 game with Ohio State, 74-72. Louisville beats Siena by 7, sends them home. Goes on to the regional semi in Indianapolis, then right below them, Utah-Arizona in the five twelve game. Arizona pulls the 12-seed upset, beating Utah 84-71. And then there's Wake, who lost by 15 to Cleveland State in round one. Home go the Deacons. Three Wake Forest scores in double figures. James Johnson, 22. al Aminu, 17. Jeff Teague, 10. For Wake Forest, who shot 52% and got knocked out. 5 of 13 from 3. 12 of 17 from the line, 70.6%. Missed five free throws, didn't really matter, considering how badly they lost. Norris Cole led three Cleveland State scorers. He had 22. Cleveland State, 31 of 65, 47.7%, 6 of 15 from three, 40%, 16 of 22 from the line, 72.7%. So Cleveland State knocks out Wake, and creates a 12-13 second round matchup. Arizona wins that one handily 71-57, so Louisville, Arizona in one regional semi in Indianapolis. The bottom half of that bracket, Dayton runs West Virginia out 68-60 in Minneapolis, the 11-seeded Flyers under round two where they were to play Kansas. Kansas beat North Dakota State 84-74 in round one. USC thumps Boston College in round one, 72-55, win the 10-7 game. Michigan State wins the game below them, 77-62. So Dayton, Kansas, and USC, Michigan State, two double-digit seeds in the second round in Minneapolis. Kansas over Dayton, 60-43, and Michigan State gets past USC, 74-69. So your two regional semis in Indianapolis, the 1, the 2, the 3, and the 12. Louisville hangs a 100 spot on Arizona, 103-64 sending Louisville through to the regional final. Michigan State passed Kansas 67-62 in the other game, so Louisville-Michigan State in Indianapolis, and Michigan State beats Louisville 64-52, sending the one seed home and sending Michigan State on back home, except for a good reason. On to the east, where we have Florida State and Duke participating from the conference. Pitt, the number one overall seed in that bracket, amazingly. Pittsburgh beats East Tennessee State 72-62 in round one, then beats Oklahoma State by eight, 84-76. Oklahoma State had gotten past Tennessee in the first round. Pittsburgh on to the regional semi in Boston. Wisconsin beats Florida State in round one, 61-59, the 12 over the five. So Florida State eliminated. Wisconsin onto round two in Boise. That game tied at 52 after regulation. Wisconsin wins it in overtime. Four double-figure scorers for the Badgers. Jason Bohannon with 16 leads Wisconsin. Wisconsin 22 of 54, 40.7% from the field, 9 of 27 from three, 33.3%, 8 of 12 from the line, 66.7%. Just two scorers in doubles for Florida State. Tony Douglas 26, Chris Singleton 12. They score 38 of Florida State's 59. Seminoles, 20 of 46, 43.5% from the field, 4 of 13 from 3, 30.8, 15 of 18 from the line, 83.3. And Florida State knocked out in round one. Wisconsin would go on to play Xavier in round two. Xavier beats Portland State 77-59, so Pitt, Oklahoma State, and Wisconsin, Xavier in round two. Then in the bottom half of that bracket, UCLA beats VCU 65-64 in Philadelphia in the 6-11 game. They would go on to play Villanova, essentially, on Villanova's home floor in Philadelphia. Villanova over American, 80-67. Then to Greensboro, where I was. Texas beats Minnesota, 76-62 in the 7-10 game. Then Duke over Binghamton, 86-62. So Texas-Duke in round two in Greensboro, where I actually had to teach Texas fight to some Carolina fans. That's a whole other story. Remind me sometime when we have more than 30 minutes, and I'll get into it. Pitt over Oklahoma State, 84-76. Xavier beats Wisconsin, 60-49. So Pitt, Xavier in one regional semi in Boston. Villanova over UCLA, 89-69 in Philadelphia. And Duke by five over Texas, 74-69 in Greensboro. So Villanova, Duke in the other regional semi. We go all chalk. Pitt beats Xavier, 60-55 in Boston. Villanova eliminates Duke in pretty big fashion. 77-54, out go the Blue Devils, and in comes an all-Pennsylvania final in Boston. Scotty Reynolds with 16 for Villanova. Dante Cunningham added fourteen points, eleven boards. The Wildcats, 27 of 64, 42.2% from the field. 4 of 18 from 3, though, 22.2%. 19 of 23 from the line, 82.6%. Villanova led by three at the half, 26-23, then outscored Duke by 20 in the second 20. Duke hit just 16 shots in that game, 16 of 60, 26.7% for the Blue Devils, 5 of 27 from three, 18.5%, 17 of 24 from the line, 70.8%. Kyle Singler, 15, John Shire, 13 for Duke, and an anemic performance from Mike Krzyzewski's crew. So home goes Duke. That all-Pennsylvania final, Pitt-Villanova, you'll recall Scotty Reynolds going from end-to-end on the floor, Villanova 78, Pittsburgh 76, sending Villanova onto the Final Four for the first time in 24 years. So Villanova onto the Final Four in 2009 We've sent Michigan State and Villanova. We have two more teams to send to the Final Four. We'll send those and tell you how the Final Four happened. Coming up next, you're listening to Locked on ACC. Back in a minute. Continuing along here on Locked on ACC, it is the 17th. This is the final tournament throwback edition. On to the South now. Carolina, the number one seed seed. Plays Radford in Greensboro in round one. The Tar Heels convincingly over the Highlanders 101-58. They move on to play LSU, who beats Butler in a classic 75-71 in an 8-9 game. Western Kentucky, the Hilltoppers, win the 12-5 matchup in Portland, eliminating Illinois 76-72. Gonzaga over Akron in the 4-13 tilt, 77-64. Western Kentucky, Gonzaga. In round two, Arizona State beats Temple 66-57 in Miami in the 6-11 game. Syracuse over Stephen F. Austin 59-44, so Arizona State-Syracuse in round two. Then our second ACC representative in the region makes an early exit. Michigan 62, Clemson 59 in Kansas City in the 10-7 game. Wolverines over the Tigers. Manny Harris, one of two double-digit scorers for the Wolverines, he had 23-23. Stu Douglas with 12 for the Wolverines, who were 20 of 51 from the field, 39.2%, 10 of 26 from three, 38.5, 12 of 15 from the line, 80%. Two double-figure scorers for the Tigers as well. Trevor Booker, 18 points, 11 boards, KC Rivers, 13 and 9. For Clemson, who was 21 of 65, 32.3%, 5 of 22 from three, 22.7% and 12 of 14 from the line, 85.7. Down go the Tigers. Michigan would move on to round two in Kansas City to face Oklahoma, who beat Morgan State, 82-54. On to round two in Greensboro, Carolina, 84, LSU, 70. Gonzaga over Western Kentucky in Portland in a classic, 83-81. Syracuse beats Arizona State, 78-67 in Miami and Oklahoma over Michigan and Kansas City, 73-63. So the regional semi in Memphis, Carolina-Gonzaga, a game that a lot of people thought would be a great game and wasn't. Carolina, 98, Gonzaga, 77. Then the other regional semi in Memphis, Oklahoma, best Syracuse, 84-71, sending Carolina and Oklahoma to the regional final in Memphis, where Carolina wins it by 12, 72-60. So Carolina on to the final four. And we are on to the West. And in the West, we had the Maryland Terrapins representing the ACC. More on them in just a second. UConn, the number one overall seed. UConn throttles Chattanooga 103-47 in the one sixteen game. Then works over Texas A&M 92-66 in round two in Philadelphia. Texas A&M the nine seed. They get past BYU in the first round and then run into the UConn buzzsaw in round two. Purdue beats Northern Iowa 61-56 in the 5-12 game. Washington passed Mississippi State 71-58 in the 4-13 game, setting up a Purdue-Washington round two game. Marquette over Utah State in another great game, 58-57 in Boise. Missouri easily over Cornell 78-59 in the 3-14 game. So Marquette, Missouri in round two in Boise. Maryland beats Cal 84-71 in the 10-7 game. Memphis over Cal State Northridge 81 70 in the 215 game. So, Maryland, Memphis in round two. We've already told you that UConn won their second round game and is on to the regional semis in Glendale. Joining them would be the Purdue Boilermakers, who beat Washington 76 74 in round two. Missouri over Marquette 83 79. And then there's Maryland, who runs up against Memphis and falls 89 70. Tigers over the Terrapins. Maryland, in that game, ran into a Memphis team that shot 58.5% from the field. Five Tigers in doubles, led by Tyreek Evans, who had 19 points. Sean Taggart, 14 and 11 boards among the remaining double-digit scorers for Memphis. Memphis, 10 of 19 from three, 52.6%. 17 of 22 from the line, 77.3. Maryland on that day. Three double-figure scorers. Grievous Vasquez, 18. Adrian Bowie, 11. Eric Hayes, 10. Maryland, 27 of 62, 43.5%. 5 5 of 14 from 3, 35.7. And 11 of 19 from the line, 57.9%. Down goes Maryland. The regional semis. UConn beats Purdue, 72-60. So UConn threw to the final in Glendale, where they would face Missouri. Missouri beats Memphis. In a fun game, 102-91, so Missouri through to the regional final. Then UConn ends the dream. 82-75, UConn beats Missouri. UConn on to the Final Four, where it would become the fourth Final Four team of 2009. In the Final Four, we have two ones, a two and a three. One of the ones faces off with a three in the first national semi in Detroit. Carolina 83, Villanova 69 sending Carolina through to the championship game where it would face Michigan State. The Spartans beat UConn 82-73 in their home state. So Carolina-Michigan State for the national championship in Detroit in 2009. And North Carolina claims its fifth national title, Roy Williams his second. Carolina 89, Michigan State 72 to give the Tar Heels the national championship, Carolina led by 21 at the half and never really looked back from there. Four double-figure scores for the Tar Heels, Ty Lawson 21 points, Wayne Ellington 19, Tyler Hansbrough 18, and Ed Davis 11 off the pine. He also added eight boards for Carolina, who shot 45.9% from the field, 28 of 61, 5 of 12 from three, 41.7%, and 28 of 40 from the line, 40 free throw attempts. for Carolina. Michigan State, three double-figure scores. Michigan State shot 22 of 55 from the field, 40%, 7 of 23 from three, 30.4, 21 of 29 from the line, 72.4 in defeat for Sparty. So North Carolina wins its national championship number five in program history, the all-tournament team. Goran Sutton, Michigan State, Calen Lucas Michigan State, Ty Lawson, Tyler Hansbro, Wayne Ellington of Carolina, the all regional players from ACC schools, Ty Lawson the most outstanding player in Memphis along with Danny Green and Tyler Hansbro and no other ACC players made any all regional teams. So there you have it, 2009 around the world pop culture, the ACC and the NCAA. And there you have it. The end of the tournament throwback features. What did you think of those features? Let us know. Tweet us locked on ACC on Twitter. You can also email us locked on ACC at gmail.com, or you can tweet me individually if you like. I am at Sports Matters. I would love to hear from you. We're starting a new feature coming up next week. We're doing our three shows a week. And we're going to take those three shows to break down the 2020 college football schedules across the ACC because we're going to stay positive. We're going to stay optimistic there will be college football at some point this year. So we need to start getting ready for it. So join us starting next week to avoid any appearance of impropriety. We're going to go in alphabetical order around the ACC and take a look at the 2020 football schedules. We'll tell you who's playing whom when they're technically supposed to play them at this point, and what to expect in those games. While we're talking about college football, as you know from listening to this show, the Locked On NFL mock draft special is rolling. Make sure to check out the mock drafts all this week on Locked On NFL. If you missed an episode, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts. You can follow Locked On NFL on Spotify, catch up on any episodes you might have missed, and get notified when new ones are out there. Also, while you're out there checking out podcasts, be sure to check out Locked on NFL Draft as well. So until Monday, I am Brian Wilmer. This has been Locked on ACC. Thank you so much for joining us. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. Hope you have a safe one, too. We'll see you back here Monday. Until then, take care. Love you. Mean it. (laughs)